Praise God, everyone. Uh, today is uh, July the 5th, 2020. Amen. It's 9.01 in the morning. And uh, my name is Brother Joseph. Glory to God. And I just want to welcome everyone to the broadcast today. Um, man, I've been going through some things. Uh, battling, I'll, I'll share that experience with you. And uh, and uh, I'll just we'll get into the Word in a minute. So let's just wait another minute or so so we can get... Um, Started with some prayer, man. Hallelujah. Well, I hope everyone's, uh, you know, had a good weekend, amen, so far. And, uh, of course, you know, we had all kinds of activity in the city here last night. 
Uh, but anyway, so like I said, I trust everyone's doing well today. Glory to God. And we're going to, we got a lot of scriptures to cover today. Amen. Let me go ahead and post the outline while we're waiting. Amen. Praise God. So this is the outline we'll be covering today. And uh, today is the last in the series of the promises. Amen. I want to encourage you guys, if you're not, you know, copying these files down to your computers, to your phones, whatever, you know, get them, get them, you know, they're, they're, they're free. I mean, in other words, I'm not charging anyone for any of this. All right. So uh, it's 903 now. So let's go ahead and pray. Father, in Jesus name, I thank you, Lord God, for this wonderful day, Father. Thank you, Lord God, for. For your favor, Father, and for your honor, Lord, in our lives, Father. Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness and how that you watch over your word to perform it, Lord God. And how that you're not a man that you should lie, Lord God, neither the son of man that you should repent, Father God. For have you said and shall you not do it, and have you spoken it, Lord God, and shall you not make it good. And I thank you, Lord God, that, that your covenant will you not break nor alter the thing that has gone forth out of your lips. Amen. I thank you, Lord, that you remain constant and faithful, Father God, and how that you watch and care over us, O God. We are not despised in your eyes. Amen. But we are received by the Lord Jesus Christ and the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. I love you, Father, and I thank you, Lord God, for your precious people that have joined and those that will join now and in the future, Lord God. And I bless them, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you, Lord God. Whatever is blessed is blessed, and it cannot be cursed in Jesus' name. And whatever's cursed is cursed. It cannot be blessed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name for your ways, Father. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for quickening me according to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, uh, last night I, I was thinking all night about a scripture that, that says that uh, in regards to Moses, it says in the scriptures that... Um, Exodus 25:40 it says and look and look that thou make them after the pattern which will show thee in the mount all right and one thing about us as sons of God and daughters of God in the kingdom of God now right is that God in his faithfulness and his sovereignty glory to God has has showed us a, a excellent pattern amen in the Old Testament with the tabernacle and everything that God set up uh, and what he told Moses and that he said, see that you make it according to the pattern, right? And so in that process, God said, you make it exactly the way I've showed it to you in the mount. Well, he did. And, uh, and of course, the, the beautiful thing about that is, is that when you, if you've ever taken any time to study the tabernacle and what, what it all was about, Moses' tabernacle, and so on, and, and, and all the other pieces involved with that, uh, you're going to see that it was very magnificent. So what I'm trying to say is that, you know, it was a very magnificent um, tabernacle, right? So again, in, in uh, Hebrews chapter 8, verse 5, let me... I don't have a long exhortation. I just wanted to cover something because all night long, glory to God, the Holy Ghost, I was dreaming about this. I was, I was looking at this all night. 
And then it says so in, in Hebrews chapter 8, verse 5, who serve unto the example and shadow of heavenly things, as Moses was admonished of God when he was about to make the tabernacle. For see, saith he, that thou make all things according to the pattern showed thee in the mount. But now hath he obtained a more excellent ministry, but how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant, which was established upon better promises. So the point I'm trying to make here is that now the tabernacle of God is you and me, Lord of God. And, um, and because of this, there's a lot of, 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 of power, if you will, and glory in our spirit, man, right? This, this spirit, man, that the, where God lives is, is such a miraculous, incredible, uh, um, designed by the Lord, amen? All right, so, and it goes on to say here that, for if the first covenant had been faultless, covenant had been faultless, then it should have no place have been sought for the second. For finding fault with them, he said, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. That's verse 8, Hebrews chapter 8, 8. Hang on a minute. Let's see here. All right. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they continued not in my covenant, and I regarded them not, saith the Lord. So they didn't continue in the covenant. God knew that they wouldn't be able to continue in the covenant, right, in the agreement that he had made with his people and what he had, a, what expectation he had from them, this royal priesthood, right? He knew that that um, that they would never be able to fulfill this word, amen, this covenant. So it says, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they continued not in my covenant, and I regarded them not, saith the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel in those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts, and I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. And they shall, and they shall not teach every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for he shall know me from the least to the greatest. And I will be merciful to their unrighteousness, verse 12, and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. In that he saith a new hath he made the first old. Now that now that which decayeth and waxes old is ready to vanish away. Now, if you know something about what happened when Jesus uh, was crucified, right? It says in the Bible that in Mark chapter 15, verse 37, start with 1537, Mark 1537. Amen. So it says here that, and Jesus cried with a loud voice and gave up the ghost. And the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. The veil was rent, ripped in the middle man, in half, right? And it was signifying something, as it says in verse in Hebrews, as we just read, in the latter part of that scripture says, I mean, verse 13, 813, and that he said, and new hath he made the first old. Now that which decayeth and waxes old is ready to vanish away. So that's what happened, right? Is that they, the that tabernacle that they were that they were uh, you know, Herod's temple or whatever they had, right? That whole situation 
God was no longer there. God was no longer receiving their sacrifices. He, they weren't, he wasn't hearing them. He wasn't hearing their prayers, amen, because they knew a living way had been established, and that is Jesus Christ. Now, because of this, our spirit, man, glory to God, where the glory of God rests now is the tabernacle of God, amen. This is now the place of the Lord right here. So see that thou makest the tabernacle according to the pattern exactly the way I showed it to you in the mount, right? This is never going to be done away. Your spirit, man, glory to God, and the life of God, and the power of God, and the love of God, and the, the life, the light, the love, amen, all these attributes of the spirit, amen, never is going to be done away. This is an eternal, eternal, eternal Zoe, glory to God, manifested through our lives daily, day in and day out, etc., etc., etc. And so this tabernacle, glory to God, that you are, you are the tabernacle of God. The scripture says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, the latter part of that, uh, verse 19, What know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own? For you are bought with a price, and therefore glorify God in your spirit, and which are God's, in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, you see? Uh, and, and that's, that's, that's the, that's the life of the spirit. Amen. That's how we walk as sons of God and daughters of God. Amen. We constantly, uh, are now moving in the glory and the power of God on a continual basis. I'll give you an example, right? So we've been working really hard here at the house, my home. And as a matter of fact, I flipped the, the whole studio environment around and where I do these recordings and so on and, and, and these broadcasts, right? And um, so, you know, I'm a little I'm a little apprehensive here because I'm hoping everything <laughs> I hope I didn't forget anything, you know, because there's a lot of pieces involved with making these broadcasts and, and, and bringing this word of the Lord, amen, forth. And uh, anyway, um, so the, you know, like I said, we've been we got I mean, if you, if, you, if you were looking in the house here, you know, there's things everywhere stacked here, stacked there, you know, just moving things away from the wall, you know, painting and, and making things fresh and new, glory to God. And uh, anyway, yesterday I was really exhausted, you know, so tired, you know, and uh, I went to get some food and um, I was sitting there and parked, you know, waiting at the drive-thru and the young man drove up and he had, you know, that music, that thumpy music, right? Just boom, boom, you know. And it's funny because when they, the only reason, the only time they do that is when there's people around, you know. Who's going to drive around with that kind of racket going on, right? Anyway, and uh, I wrote, I honked the horn. First, I bound the, I bound, I prayed and I said, I bind you evil spirits of lawlessness and rebellion and chaos and confusion, right, from that young man. And then I, uh, I, I honked because he had the window down. He looked at me. He's a young guy, man. Precious young man, you know. And uh, he um, he said, you know, I rolled down the window. I said, young man, or I, I said, young man, you know, you, you don't realize that, you know, you're you're in a public space, right? If you're at home or you're riding around, you know, and you're not in a public area, you know, then it's fine to play that music that way. But you need to understand that there's boundaries everywhere you go, right? And if you stay in the lines and the boundaries, you'll always be promoted. You'll always go up, right? It's called 
God resists the proud, right? But gives grace to the humble. So I shared these things with him, and 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 he just he just at first he was getting you know I could see that he was getting ready for an attack, but then he humbled himself, and he just nodded his head, okay. He received the correction. Glory to God, and that's what I'm saying. The eternal Zoe, glory to God, impacting people's lives, Amen. And to the glory of God, Amen. This is what we need in the earth. Now I'll probably never see that young man again, right? But like I said, I, uh, uh, that, that's what happened. And that's just an example, you know, of, of God's presence, amen, and, and what we have in authority, right? Now, I, um, I went last Wednesday, right, and Thursday, I took off from work because uh, I started coughing, right? Uh, it was a dry cough, right? And then... Uh, Later on that evening, you know, I had a tremendous headache on the back of my head, right? And then the following day, I probably slept all day, you know, just so zapped and exhausted, no energy, right? Well, then, you know, I'm praying and, and, and staying faithful to God's word, knowing that he'll recover me, amen. I said, Lord, I, I pray, Lord, give me wisdom to understand what's happening in my body. Well, now I realize after the fact that it was it was a, it was dehydration. I was severely dehydrated, and when you get dehydrated, what's happening is that your brain right starts separating from the skull, and in the process of separating, that's what causes a tremendous headache because you need the moisture right. The moisture is not in your body. That's why the dry cough you don't you don't have any moisture. You see, and so. Today is Sunday, right? And I, and I feel a lot better, glory to God. I mean, I, I thank God for recovering me, amen, and, and obviously drinking a lot of fluids, you know. And, and uh, But the point is, is that I didn't change, you know, my confession, amen. I stayed faithful to the word, knowing that God would recover me, amen. So I'm sharing that just to say that, you know, it's been a very trying time in these past few days for me. And, and it was, uh, it was, you know, it was kind of scary, you know. I, I never experienced anything like that, and I didn't know that, you know, that was the result of of uh, dehydration, right? So anyway, I just want to encourage you guys, make sure that you're staying refreshed, amen, with a lot of water and Gatorades and things of that nature. And uh, now I want to read another scripture, right? So, so the tabernacle, like I said, the Old Testament and what they experienced, that, that's gone, right? That's no longer a part of our lives. Now, the thing about it is, is that one of the things about Nicodemus, right? He was a Jew, right? And Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again. You must be born from above, right? And, 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 that, and so that means that anybody that's going to come to the Lord now and, and, and come to the Father has to go through Christ. Amen. He is the way. There is no other way. Amen. And that's important to understand that because everybody's trying to do it their own way. That's the whole issue with self-righteousness, right? Everybody wants to uh, do this how they feel is right, right? And we're going to get into the Word in a minute, and, uh, and it's really interesting how that this spirit of re rebellion, the spirit of revolt, right, and what it really, who's really behind all that, right? The God of this world, amen, has blinded the minds of them that believe not, lest as I said when I was sitting there parked to that next to that young man, lest the light of the glorious gospel should be shined unto them. And that's what happened to that young man. 
And praise God, I, I, I trust that, you know, he's going to continue now understanding that he needs to understand what the boundaries are, right? You can't understand the opinion of God, God's word, amen, unless you get in the word or unless you get taught the word, right? And so that's what I'm saying is, is that, you know, we have to get, as it says here in, 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 in uh, Hebrews chapter 8 again, that I'm going to write my laws in their heart, amen, uh, let's see here. Verse 10, 8, 10. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, said the Lord. I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts, and I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. And they shall not teach every man his neighbor, every man his brother, and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me from the least to the greatest. And so that's what God is trying to get us all to, right? Maturity, amen. We're we don't have to be taught again the same things that we should have learned, you know, like, you know, whatever the situation is, right, whatever the thing is that you got to get retrained on. And that's the thing about the faithfulness of God, right? He will, right, keep, re keep training you and teaching you until you finally get it. <laughs> and I've experienced that in my life, amen. But the point is, is that God is faithful, amen. He will not deny himself. He will not deny and turn away from what you have in your spirit, man. Amen. Now, uh, now let me read another scripture here. This is uh, Isaiah 28, 11. All right. Isaiah 28, 11. You know, I debated on whether I was going to do a broadcast today because, I, like I said yesterday, I was so exhausted, but I kept... In my mind all night, I keep hearing that scripture. See that you make it according to the pattern of what I've showed you in the mouth, Joseph. Amen. Keep keep teaching. Keep dropping the seeds. Amen. Keep sowing the word. Amen. Don't stop. Amen. Because that's exactly what the enemy wants. Now, in Isaiah 28.9, Whom shall he teach knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. So now, that weed from the milk and drawn from the brass is the place in your life now because you've grown up and matured that you're no longer whining, if you will, and complaining all the time. Amen. You just, it, you, 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 you're involved in the word of God. You're watching your soul, man. You, because as soon as that soul, man, steps out of line, you put him back in line, glory to God. And, you, and if you've sinned, you know, in that process, then you get before the Lord and you repent, you see. So then he says, for precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here little and there little. For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to his people, to whom he said, this is the rest, wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest, right? And this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. Same thing today, right? They don't want to hear it, amen? But the word of the Lord was unto them, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here little and there little, that they might go and fall backward and be broken and snared and taken. In other words, fall backwards is repent, right? And be broken and snared now back to the Lord. So in other words, you see here, my son the other day, you know, I, I mean, <laughs> the other day, I think it was uh, Friday evening, I was feeling a little bit stronger and and we, we you know one of our customs in, in our home here is that we pray every night together amen and and some if i notice something that that they're involved in you know doing something or said something or whatever i will take the opportunity to correct them and teach them the word right about whatever hold on
So I uh, I um, I must have spent over an hour, man, talking the word to him. And my son, one of my sons, my oldest, he says, "Papa, why do you keep telling us the same things?" And I said, "Son, you know, because you're not obeying the word. That's why. You see." You still have problems with uh, rebellion, and you still want to misrepresent and do your own thing. And if I tell you to do something, you do something else. Or if I tell you to do something, you won't hear. If your mother tells you to do something, you just bypass it. That's why you keep hearing this over and over and over, right? And that's the way of the Lord, right? Is to keep giving them line upon line, and precept upon precept, precept upon precept, etc. Keep laying it out there, and and. And the thing is, this line upon line is, is connect, connecting truths. I can't get you to the next level in your life, son, because you, 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 need to, you need to complete this level, if you will. In other words, get obedient to the word. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, you know, it's, it's part of life, right? I love my sons, and this is why I do this, you know? So, now, let's go ahead and uh, get into the outline. If anyone has any questions, you know, please ask answer ask your questions, amen. And I'll do my best to answer them. And you know, I'm you know, one thing about it is that, like I said, God wants to get us all to a place where we're all mature and strong, where we don't need, if you will, to constantly be corrected and trained, if you will, like young children, right? We're now growing up a little bit and we walk in some maturity and strength, amen. So now we know how to go get the gold, if you will. We know how to go get the word of the Lord, amen, for our lives, for our families, for our friends, for our loved ones, and so on. And that's what we need to be at. See, it's, it's going to be a situation where you're no longer going to need to be taught anymore, right? Because you've, 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 you've been, the foundation has been laid in your life, and, you, and now you, in the responsibility as a son and daughter of God, you take it upon yourself. To keep building on that foundation, right? Keep building on Jesus Christ, amen? All right, now, I want to get into the outline now. And uh, this one is called Believe, Believe for a While Rooted and Grounded, okay? Now, in Matthew 13, 24, let's look at that. And another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. Okay. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. Verse 26. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householders came and said unto him, Sir, didst not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence then hath it tares? Right? And he said unto them, An enemy hath done this. The servants said unto him, the servant said unto him, Wilt thou then that we should go gather them up? But he said, Nay, lest while you gather up the tares, you root up also the wheat with them. Let them both grow together to the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together first the tares, and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. Okay? Now, back to verse 24 here. The word seed there is the Greek word sperma. S-P-E-R-M-A, okay? And the word sperma, okay? So it says here, uh, the kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. So, okay, so I'm teaching you the, I'm teaching the word, right? Amen. And uh, many of you have been faithful and keep watching the broadcast, keep listening to the broadcast over and over, et cetera, et cetera. 
And and uh, that's what the kingdom of heaven is likened to, the scripture says. The good seed that's being sown in your heart in the field is your heart, right? So it says here, the Greek word seed here is the word sperma, okay? Now, and if you're looking at the outline, so look, I'm just going to read this. From which a plant germinates, right? The seed, the grain or kernel, which contains within itself the germ of the future plants of the grain or kernels sown or planted. Metaphorically, a seed, okay, a residue, or a few survivors reserved as the germ of the next generation. The, just as seed is kept from the harvesting, harvest for sowing. And I've shared this before, isn't it interesting that when you store grain, right, in whatever manner you're going to use it in, it has to be stored properly, right, because it'll spoil. You know, if it gets moisture, it'll start budding out, you know, the, 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 it'll germinate, right? And if it gets uh, too, too dry, then it'll, it'll, it won't be any good. Now, so another part of the definition says is the semen bureau. The product of this semen, seed, children, offspring, progeny, family, tribe, posterity. Whatever possesses vital force or life-giving power. And then it says here, of divine energy of the Holy Ghost operating within the spirit of a man by which we are regenerated. This regeneration that happens in our lives is a continual over and over and over. Amen. Life of the spirit being regenerated. Bringing new life, new freshness, amen, into our lives and into our families and so on, our loved ones. Now in the Strong's it says, something sown that is seed, including the male sperm, by implication offspring, specifically a remnant, okay, figuratively as if kept for planting, issue or seed is how it's translated. So the seed here is very important to understand is that the scripture says the kingdom of heaven is like a good seed sown. The good sperma that's sown. So by the same token, you know, one of the biggest enemies that we have in the land, right, is adult, I mean, um, abortion, right? You have, a, you have Molech and you have Chemos, right? These demons that the Israelites would sacrifice their children to, right? For the sake of the prosperity of their lives, right? So that the land would be blessed and so on and so on. Well, that still happened today, right? People sacrifice their babies, amen, because, you know, I shouldn't, I mean, I got pregnant and I'm too young, right? So this is going to affect my future if I don't abort the baby, right? Always, always, always selfishness, right? Self-preservation, right? And, uh, but the thing about it is, is that, uh, you know, this good seed that's sown, right? It's planted, right? God never intended for this to, to be a situation where we would kill our own babies, right? That's why God hated this, amen? Obviously, I mean, who would want to kill their own babies? But the thing about that is, is that uh, they sacrifice these babies, amen? And, 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 and all in the name of trying to bring a better harvest or whatever, right? And, and it's, that same spirit is still in the earth today, right? And there's a point here I'm trying to make here. So, well, let's just move on here. Did not our father sow good sperma in the field, your heart? Well, yes, he does, right? He continues to sow that seed in our lives, amen? And as we give ourselves to that seed, whatever whatever thought and study and measure you give to that, what you've received, what you've heard, is going to be what's measured back to you, right? 
So we want to we take the time to receive the seed of the kingdom of God into our lives and, and allow it to do what it does, which is bring forth the kingdom of God, the rule of God, the government of God. Now, it says in verse uh, 30, 1330, the tares will be bound and burned. You see, whatever's, whatever's false in our lives, eventually when the harvest has come, it's going to be burned away, right? And as, as I was saying earlier, see that you make it according to the pattern, right, that, that was shown to you on the mount. Well, there's a lot going on in our societies, in our religious organizations, right, and so on, where they're building, but they're not building according to the pattern of the word, right? They're building according to their own institutions, right? Well, wherever they came from, well, whatever that is, right? Methodist or Baptist or, or Pentecostal or Church of Christ or whatever, right? And this is the problem with that organized religion, right? It keeps us factioned or, or separated from our brothers and sisters, right? So again, uh, who sold the tares, right? Verse 28, well, it was the enemy, demons, right? These guys are the ones involved in sowing this corruptible seed into our lives. And they're getting it into our lives as many, many media forms, right? Streams of information coming into our lives. That's why we have to keep an eye on our children and what they're saying, what they're watching, what they're hearing, etc., etc. Because we need to protect them, amen, from this demonic seed in their lives. And, and this brings me now to the perishable versus the non-perishable seed. The seed of the kingdom of God, right, is non-perishable. That means it will not perish, right? But the seed of the world, amen, the seed of the enemy, and what they sow, and what they do, etc., is, is all going to be burned away and perish. Because it's from the wrong source, amen, it's demonically inspired. Now, so it says here uh, in Luke 8.13, let's look at that. Luke 8.13, they on the rock are they which, when they hear, receive the word with joy. And these have no root, which for a while believe, and in time of temptation fall away. All right? Now, the time of temptation, first of all, they believe for a while. So when this seed of God comes into your life, this sperm of God, right, is, is comes into your heart, amen, to produce after itself, which is Jesus Christ, to produce the character of God in our lives, and, and which is inspired from divine nature, you see, divine and holy from your spirit. Okay? And so... Uh, the time of temptation, they fall away because the word or the seed has no root. Now, this word temptation is the word pariasmos, okay? And it means here um, putting to proof by experiment of good, experience of evil, etc., solicitation, discipline, or provocation by implication, adversity. So, the time of temptation is a time of adversity, right? Challenges and different pressures come to our lives, amen, that cause us to get distracted and lose our trust and our faith and our hope towards God, right? We get off the word, in other words. And it says that they shall fall away. The word fall away is the word apistemi. It's one of the istemi words. Istemi means stand, which is to make a stand off, to cause, to withdraw, to remove. Now listen to this. To excite, to revolt. Isn't that interesting? Happening today in our nations, boy, all these demonic spirits are causing, uh, you know, people to get involved in some kind of revolt, some kind of, uh, you know, coming against this and that, coming against authorities, amen, coming against that official authority, right? 
Oh my God, it's awful what's happened in our nation. But now we need to be as the body of Christ, we need to be praying and binding all those spirits of lawless, lawlessness and rebellion, right? So again, they fall away, they stand off, they depart, they cause to revolt, excite to revolt, because the seed, right? They lose the seed. They lose the hope of the Word of God. They lose their hope and faith and trust in the Word of God. Right? Now, it says here, uh, the Strongs, well, actually, let me keep reading here, to go away, to depart from anyone. And then it says to fall away or become faithless. So they lose their faith, you see. And, of course, that happened, that's happening everywhere, man. The pressure comes, and we see what the house is made of, right? Whether it's on the sand or whether it's on the rock, Jesus Christ. Now, the word to fall away in these strongs, it says to remove that is actively instigate to revolt, usually to desist or to desert, right? Have you ever quit a job? You desert it? Now, listen to this definition here in the, uh, in the Webster, this word revolt. As a verb, the revolt is... Re and then Volvo, so revolve to turn. English, it says to wallow, right? So like a pig wallowing, right? He's, he just keeps going in over and over and over in that water and mud. Now, to fall off or turn from one another, to renounce allegiance and subjection to one's prince or state. So that's what's happening right now, right? They're renouncing their allegiance as, as United States citizens, right? They're, they're falling away and getting unconstituted, right? Because constitute, when you constitute something, that means you're a part of that. So when the, when the United States, for example, was constituted, right? They wrote the Constitution. And at that moment, the, the nation became uh, the United States, if you will. In other words, they became something. They were constituted. It was constituted. Now... Uh, and then it says here to renounce allegiance and subject subjection to one's prince or state to reject the authority of a sovereign as a province or a number of people it is applied also it is not applied to individuals so we're talking about a group here you see and uh, and and the authority everywhere you look authority is being rejected right and uh, people are, are, are coming against this and that you know all in the name of you know, they want their freedom, if you will. But we have to understand, too, right, is that you cannot have, right, uh, rule. You can't have peace without governments, all right? So, for example, if we didn't have any governments or rule out there, we would just be able to drive as fast as we want to, no stop signs, you know, no lights, just everybody doing whatever they want to do. And, of course, you can imagine what would happen in that situation. So it says here the Edomites, for example, Revolted from under the hand of Judah, Second Chronicles 21. In scripture to disclaim allegiance and subjection to God. So whenever you revolt or you fall away, you're disclaiming your allegiance to that word in God. Of course, this is what the enemy wants, right? To reject the government of the, of the king of kings. In Isaiah 31, government is being rejected today in our nation, right? To shock or to do violence, to, to cause to shrink, to turn away with the horns, as to revolt the mind or the feelings. I'm telling you, man, I'll I I read some of these headlines and I am shocked, you know, by the, by the depravity of the human soul and how they could even conceive some of these.
perverted crimes, murders, all these perverted works of the flesh, you see, which is all going to be burned away, you see. It's just awful. Now, <clears throat> so to revolt, again, desertion, you know, change of science. All right, so that's enough of that. And let's go back now to Luke 21, 19. Now, I've read this before, but if you go back and read the following scriptures before Luke 21, 19, he talks about how that there's going to be all these conflicts and all these problems, right? Then we go, well, I'm just going to read it. Start with verse 10 in Luke 21. And then said he unto them, Nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. Now, one thing about kingdom against kingdom was every kingdom, Jesus said, and every, every kingdom divided against itself will not stand, right? And what's funny is we're supposed to be the united states, and we are not united. We're disunited. We're disconnected, you see? We're unconstitutionalizing our lives from... From this nation. It's awful, man. The thing about it is, is these people and so on that are making all these declarations, right? And they have a their media figures and stuff, their football players, their baseball players, or whatever, basketball. Man, if you would just stay playing the game, if you will, instead of making all these political statements, if you will, everything would be fine. But you want to be revolting, you see. And and I'm I'm saying, you know, why don't why don't these people just move to another nation that doesn't have what we have? You see? And I'm not saying that there's things that are not right out there as far as authority and so on and, 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 and corrupted police officers and so on. I mean, that's only, uh, that's understandable, right? Obviously, man, the soul of a man, right? If he doesn't know the Lord Jesus Christ, well, you know he's going to be thinking about himself all the time. Now, <clears throat> And then he says in verse 11, And great earthquakes shall be in divers places, and famines and pestilences, and fearful sights, and great signs shall there be from heaven. But before all these, they shall lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you to the synagogue and into prisons, being brought before kings and rulers for my namesake. And they shall turn to you for a testimony. So long as you stay constant with my word, amen. Stay consistent, hupomene, right? Constancy. And don't deviate from the word of God. It's going to be up to you for a testimony, a witness, amen. Settle in your hearts, therefore, not to meditate what you shall answer. For I will give you a mouth of wisdom for all your that all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. And ye shall be betrayed both by parents and brethren and kinsfolks and friends. And some of you shall they cause to be put to death. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But there shall not a hair of your head perish. In your patience, possess your souls. Souls is suke, right? And then patience is the word hupamene. Possess means to own. So you're going to own it. In other words, you're going to manage properly your soul if you stay constant to my word, praise God. And that's what we want to be, right? We want to be constant in the word of God. Now, so in Colossians 1.23, let's take a look at that. Hmm. If you continue in the faith, amen, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which you have heard and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister, amen. If you continue rooted and grounded, amen, in my word, amen, 
and uh, be not moved away from that hope of the gospel. Amen. And, uh, you know, again, it pressure, you know, when pressure comes, you know, people react differently to this at pressure. And, and uh, we need to be always reacting properly to God and to the word and what, what's going on in our lives as far as, as the pressure goes. In other words, don't cave to the pressure. Stay constant. In verse 7 in Colossians 2, 7, it says, Rooted and built up in him, established in the faith. You see, as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Established means you're set in the faith. Amen. Nothing, nothing causes you to waver or be moved because your heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Now, in Luke 8, 13, in the time of temptation, they fall away. They on the rock are they which when they hear receive the word with joy and have no root, which for a while and in believe and in the time of temptation fall away. And so we've got to make sure that we, we stay constant to God. Amen. Don't allow this pressure of the world, what's going on around us, to dissuade you and cause you to be moved in your faith and trust towards God's word. Amen. This is what the enemy wants is to keep us away from this word of God. So now, um, Luke, uh, Matthew 7, 24. Matthew 7, 24. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, praise God, and doeth them, is I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened to a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of that fall of it. You know, I, I mean, I remember when I was young, being in the beach or something, right, building all these sandcastles and stuff, and as soon as the water showed up, or we just washed it all away, you know, just that little bit of pressure. But that's the thing, you know, we got to check our lives, you see, and what, what are we standing for, right? Are we standing for the kingdom of God? Are we standing for the thing that's right, amen? Shall not the God of all the earth do right? Of course he is, man. He's the faithful God, amen? He is righteous. He is righteousness. And we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now in Isaiah 59, 19. Excuse me. Isaiah 59, 19. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Amen. And the Redeemer shall come to Zion, and unto them that turn from transgression. And Jacob said, The Lord. The Redeemer is going to come unto them that turn from transgression. Transgression. Turn from living your own life the way you want to live it. As for me, this is my covenant with them, saith the Lord. My Spirit that is upon thee, and my words which I put in thy mouth shall not depart out of thy mouth. Nor out of the mouth of thy seeds, seed, nor out of the mouth of thy seed, seed, saith the Lord, from henceforth and forever. Amen. So that's what we want, right? We want to continuously pour this word out, amen. Continuously pour it into the lives of those that are willing to listen. And of course, 
even in our own children's life, right? We want to pour this word out into their lives, amen, so that they would be strong and handle pressure properly in this earth, in their lives. So the thing about uh, patience is that the, co the consistency, right? We want them to develop consistency, right? We want, uh, let me say it like this. How, how much do we appreciate when someone's consistent in our lives and every time you ask them, for example, something, they don't give you any attitude or back talk, et cetera, and, uh, and that's such, such a blessing, right? It's so hard to find that. And I'm guilty of that myself, right? Man, we got to keep the eye on our souls. But patience undergirds your faith, and it will stabilize faith's position and keep it on course. So patience, hupo, hupo mini, which is under and abide, right? Hupo is under, mini is abide. So stay fixed in the word. Let the word stay fixed to remain in a fixed position in your heart. Continue to believe and abide under faith and support it. Amen. Support. Abide under the faith and support faith. Support your faith toward God. Faith in the word. Amen. Through constancy. Hupomene. Faith that pleases God. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. Praise God. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. I believe that, man. Is I, if I stay faithful to God, he's going to stay faithful to me and to my family. Same thing with you and your families. If you stay faithful to the Lord and his word, he's a rewarder, amen, of those who diligently seek him. I believe that. Now, Colossians 1.23, amen. Praise God. Again, if you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which ye have heard, and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister. Glory to God. Amen. Now, uh, and I'll read this again. I'll read it again. Establishing the faith. Uh, Colossians 2, 6 and 7. As ye there have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. As you received, as you've received him, walk in him. Amen. Rooted and built up and and established established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Amen. Always be thankful, amen. No matter what's going on in our lives, to remember to give God honor in everything that we do, amen. First Peter 1, 6 and 7. Praise God. But the trial of your faith, being much more precious than the gold, than gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto the praise and the honor and the glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, praise God. Amen. We want to continue to faith found unto praise, honor, and glory. Amen. Amen. And uh, like I said, you know, uh, basically, you know, keep keep understand that, you know, you have a precious uh, spirit in your in your lives. Your your spirit, man, is precious, amen. And that place of God is is where the power of God and the life of God resides, amen. And we can call on the Lord anytime we need Him, amen. To as many as I call upon the name of the Lord, they shall be sozo saved. You see, and it's not necessarily a one time thing; it's a continuous thing, man. 
And I'm grateful, amen, for getting delivered, amen, from this dehydration. I mean, it's just a matter of, you know, I had to make sure and uh, <clears throat> and uh, drink a lot of fluids. And I'm still drinking fluids, and I'm finally getting back to normal, glory to God. And uh, anyway, I'm just grateful to God for his wisdom, amen. And if anybody, like I said, if you have any questions, you know, I'm, I'm here to help you guys with anything you might, you know, have questions towards or about. And uh, all these videos are posted on, on YouTube as well as Facebook, obviously. And um, if y'all have anything that y'all need, you know, there's a posted on my, uh, let me see here, hold on. I'm going to post the uh, information for the fellowship, amen, Marshall. And if y'all need anything, you can, you can call there, amen. And, uh, I mean, you can call me too. My, my information is published as well. And uh, if y'all ever need anything, amen, you can just reach out, amen. And so, like I said, thank you for this opportunity. Let me, allow me to teach you guys the word. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord God, for this precious time, Father. I thank you for your precious word, Father. Thank you that you're faithful to watch over your word to perform it, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, for the people that are partaking today, Lord God. I pray that their hearts, Father God, are, are, are teeming, Father God, with activity from this word that's been sown in their hearts, oh God. May they continue to, to <clears throat> they, may they continue, amen. Praise God, hold on. May they continue to be May they have faith that could be found unto the praise and honor and glory of, in their lives, Father God. Praise and honor and glory unto you, Father. I thank you, Lord God, in Jesus' name for this precious time, Father God. I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord.